Hi everyone, this is Cheryl Perry and Jen Plim with Charlotte Smarty Pants. Thanks so much for joining us today. Our Charlotte Smarty Pants podcast is powered by Charlotte Star Room, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio, and the best birthday parties in the QC, the pop star music video parties, and professional voice lessons in a studio. Today we're talking to former CSP blogger and now published author, Kimmery Martin. Some of you may know her as Kimmery Fleischley, but she's using her maiden name as a pen name. Kimmery has done some blogging for us in the past. Her book reviews are hands down the best on the planet, we think. She's also a physician and a local Charlotte mom, and as if she doesn't have enough going on, she's now the author of a debut novel, The Queen of Hearts, which is being released by Penguin Random House on February 13th. We've got Kimmery right here, and she's going to tell us a little bit about the book and her writing process. So thanks so much for coming, Kimmery. Thank you for having me. And congrats. I know. Yay. Uh, Thank you, guys. (laughs) So first, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like your family, your background, that kind of thing. Well, I have been in Charlotte since 1998 when I moved here as a um, general surgery intern at CMC, and I didn't know anyone in the city. And I wound up meeting my husband at the hospital. Um, We got married, obviously, and have three kids. I have a seventh grader, a fifth grader, and a first grader. And I've been... um, working primarily in the CMC hospitals uh, ever since until about a year ago when I decided to take some time off. And you did your um, medical school in Kentucky, or you're from Kentucky originally, right? Yes, I am. I grew up in um, I grew up in eastern Kentucky in the mountains outside mm-hmm. of a little town and went to medical school at Louisville, mm-hmm. and I did my residency after my internship at Vanderbilt. Okay. I love that. So the book is... In, is placed in Charlotte and Louisville. So that's kind of important because you you know both yes. cities. And just as a side note, my and sister so lives you. in Louisville. And I love both cities, Charlotte and Louisville. I so that's one of the things I, I know. I love that about the book. I just felt like I was home like in both cities. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just give us a brief synopsis about the book. Okay. Well, the book is called The Queen of Hearts. And the is very important when you're searching for it on Goodreads, the oh, Queen of Hearts. Oh, good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, we went through all kinds of title drama. Mm-hmm. I originally had it called um, Trauma Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two main characters in the book. One is a cardiologist, mm-hmm. hence the Queen of Hearts, mm-hmm. and one is a trauma surgeon. Uh, they're both women who live in Charlotte. They're both mothers, mm-hmm. and they've been lifelong friends, and one of them is hiding a very significant secret from the other one um, from the days when they were in med school together. And their names are? Uh, Zadie mm-hmm. and Emma. Zadie and Emma. Yes. yes. Um, so how did the idea come to you? I mean, I know you're a doctor and a mom, but have you always just kind of been simmering the idea in your head? Or is it something that as you were writing, you just kind of, the story came to you as you were writing? Well, most writers tend to divide themselves into two categories. You're either a plotter, and mm-hmm. that's kind of obvious. You're, you're a person that outlines everything, and then you fill it in as you go along, and you know what's happening at every step. Or you're a pantser, a seat-of-your-pants mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a like total pantser. Like, I had no idea <laughs> yeah. what I was writing about. <laughs> I, had, I, I had this wild hair idea that I yeah. would try to write a book because I've always been – a huge reader. Yes. And I mean, I, you know, I refer to myself as a book nerd and I read a couple books a week and I love authors. You're the most <laughs> amazing reader. She's the fastest reader and of anyone best, I know. And the best reviewer. And the best ever. reviewer. Yeah, yeah reading yeah. is totally. my superpower. So yeah, the it idea really is. writing yeah. was a little bit weird, but um, mm-hmm. one day I just sat down and started writing and I did not have a plot uh-huh. in mind, which I would not recommend as the way to write a book because yeah. it leads to, you know, 50 kinds of revision. Yeah. 
But um, I had characters in mind. Mm -hmm. And and so I had an idea that I would tell a story about these people, these friends in medical school. Mm -hmm. And from there, it just developed. And at times, I would be doing completely other things. I'd be driving the car, and I'd have to screech over to the side to write something down because it occurred yeah. to me what could happen next. Yeah. Or, or I'd be working out and um, would have an idea. And so it came to me in little bits and pieces, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times actually while exercising. Yeah, that would, that's that neat. That somehow is, cleared my mind yeah. enough to yeah. focus, I guess. Yeah. What was paragraph one like? So now I start. So yeah. Well, it's so funny. My original paragraph one got cut long ago. By, <laughs> by like, how do you start? Because I've always thought that maybe yeah. you know blogging and writing a book yeah. can kind of mm-hmm. coincide, and then I mm-hmm. gave up because of paragraph one. <laughs> I think my original paragraph one had something to do with somebody walking through an emergency room and all kinds of carnage is breaking loose, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like blood is so flying. Like your world, and, yeah. Yeah, they okay. eventually cut that part out. You do do a good job. <laughs> in the book of not making it too bloody. Like there's definitely, there's some medical drama and a lot of mm-hmm. medical lingo, but you you tone it down for the those of us who don't love like gory, which is good. Yeah. I, yeah. I have been told actually that I'm a better domestic writer mm-hmm. even than a medical writer. Really? Like the, the scenes in the book that involve children tend uh-huh. to be people's favorites. Yeah. Oh, Including my own kids. They some like of, <laughs> so I love just some of the insights in like the Charlotte mom circle. And you were very kind to us, P.S. Mm-hmm. Like she was really good. She didn't, you know. Yeah. She wasn't hard on the Charlotte moms. But I love just... I loved all those scenes of the um, of the Charlotte mom. So it's fiction, but did you ever kind of base any of your characters yeah, on people that you know? Line. Yeah, <laughs> or are they a conglomeration of people? You know? Yes, that's a very good question, Cheryl. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, considering I couldn't read some of the words, I know it wasn't me, the doctor. <laughs> and I haven't read it yet. I can't wait. You know, I do tell people that I want to have not autobiographical tattooed yeah. on my head because I am worried that people. But you will also think it's have me. to write what you know, so it's a fine line. Absolutely, yeah. you write what you know as a debut author, in mm-hmm. particular. You know, mm-hmm. for me, I didn't know how to write. I don't have an English major. I didn't have an MFA. Mm-hmm. I had no writing experience. Period. The only thing I had written ever were medical papers. That's amazing. That, and so, yeah, when you read the book, yeah, the idea of um, teaching myself how to write a novel was so immense that I couldn't possibly go out and and research new locations mm-hmm. and right and you know environments that I'd never right. or time periods. Right. So it's set right. in kind yes. of the late nineties and present day. Yes. Right. Both of which are times that I have yeah. in fact lived. Which also <laughs> made me love the book even more. Like anything set in the nineties yeah. I love. So yes. Um, so yeah, the the I put the characters into scenes and settings that I knew to be somewhat realistic. Now there mm-hmm. is creative license. I right. made up some stuff. I mm-hmm. made up a lot of stuff. Well, you have it's to. fiction. The yeah. Yeah. events in the book are fictional. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything in the book that actually happened, uh, with one or two minor exceptions, which I'll I'll talk about in a minute. But um, but yes, the characters are definitely in scenes that I thought. I could portray accurately. And as far as whether the characters were based on anyone, not really. There was one character based on a real person, and I Mm -hmm. think I addressed this in the author's note at Mm -hmm. the end. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't name names, but at the time that I wrote the book, that person weighed about 25 pounds and was illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that the fallout will be in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you catch my dress. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, But the the adult characters are – 
fictional, but I did kind of blend personalities of people and and then throw in made up details too. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't any adult characters that are meant to be actual people, but but sometimes they have traits of people I admired or liked or right. whatever. So it switches between Zadie and Emma talking and um, Charlotte and Louisville. Did you ever feel kind of schizophrenic when you're writing it? Like, how did you keep everything straight? Because in the book, it's seamless. Like, I was never confused who was talking or where we were. But as an author, did you ever have it find it difficult to do that, like switch voices? Um, yes, but that's kind of interesting because when I originally wrote the first draft of the novel, it was entirely set in the past, mm-hmm. in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. That was the whole story. And then after I had written those chapters, I thought, well, this is kind of dull. I would like to know what happened to these people later and and how yeah. this yeah. You know, this thing that happened together. between them, how it affected them mm-hmm. as they matured. Because, part, you know, I think one of the interesting things to me about the story is the juxtaposition of, you know, kind of the heedless, wild, crazy days when mm-hmm. you're in your 20s and you're not married and you don't have kids mm-hmm. and you're you're an idiot. Right. <laughs> or at least right. I was. Yeah. And surrounded by idiots. Yeah, all so your you're surrounded by so all your idiots. to go back to that. <laughs> I know. That's why it's fun to read. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wanted to contrast those days mm-hmm. um, with the, you know, the more settled, responsible adult life that we tend to have mm-hmm. in our 30s. And... Um, so then I wrote. I went back and I wrote the chapters set in the present day. Mm-hmm. So um, it was difficult, kind of making that flow. Um, again, I had to learn how to do all right. of this. Um, but in the end, I think it made a much more interesting novel. Yeah, for sure, that. it's great. So one of the best characters in the book is Doctor X, and pronounce his last name for me. Uh, I guess Xenocostus. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Doctor X. Luckily, he shortened it in the book. So Doctor X is kind of the the hunky. What is he? The chief of staff. I he, get he's the chief resident. Chief resident, and girls kind of fall for him and all that. So, is he? Was he based on someone from medical school or <laughs> just someone you dreamed up? Like is medical has, school, or really? Like, like, I know exactly. <laughs> well, that, okay. I guess I have three three points to make in this answer. <laughs> um, so, first of all, he's not based on a real person, but. Um, in my own private life, I would say I was a jackass magnet at mm-hmm. many points. And he's sort of meant to embody that, um, you know, that bad boy love gone right. wrong thing that we all have in our past. You know, the person that we should not have been attracted to and right. yet we were. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. The mistake um, that you have to make. So, so. he's that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. And he is um, – He's pretty fictional, but I tried to portray him as hot, and mm-hmm. and, and some of his sense of humor is similar to my husband's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Without that's the so bad fun. parts. Yeah, yeah. The and then finally I'd say, um, you know, I get this all the time, um, how similar my book is to Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. And I think that's great. People love that show. And yeah. Um, it probably is really similar, but for the record, I have never seen the show. Oh, that's funny. I'm not a TV watcher. I've never se- I did see a couple episodes of ER when it very first came out, but yeah. other than that, I've never seen a medical TV show. Oh, funny. So I, I do know there's a big It probably would bug you to watch one because it's all wrong probably, Yeah, you know, as a doctor. Well, for a long time, I was just like, why would I want to watch, watch that? that? Because yeah, I'm seeing that. That's what you do. Yeah. 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 Um, so one of the things I do love about Emma and Zadie is they're so three-dimensional. Was it important for you to make, like, a really three-dimensional character for the the women in the book? Yes, yes, because I didn't want to portray anyone as a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, people are nuanced in real life, and mm-hmm. they're interesting, and they have good and bad in them. And um, 
both of these characters, after after a while of writing them, I kind of felt very protective of them, even mm-hmm. when they were, you know, completely screwing up. <laughs> yeah, I know you do feel for both of them. Like, you see their both of their strengths and weaknesses. So I loved that. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. mad at either one because you saw their side. So you did a really good job with that. Um, so just some fun questions about your writing process. Um, where's your favorite place to write? Um, I, I commandeered the playroom in my house and redecorated it and turned it into <laughs> a beautiful writing room. That's and um, That's kind of bad and selfish, but so I, I really love it. you to do that in your home. Yeah. I know. Wow. She's yeah, amazing, right? She's superhuman. <laughs> I would have to, like, go away for the summer. Yeah. To really to yeah. be able to write like that. Well, I, obviously, I cannot write when the children are home. Mm-hmm. And I do love getting together with my writing groups. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in a couple, but my um, my closest writer girlfriends are um, Tracy Curtis. She mm-hmm. wrote the humor column Love for The Observer. And mm-hmm. Bess Kircher, she um, has written a great middle grade novel. And Trish Rohr, who does all kinds of funny blogging writing. Yep. Um, we get together every week and write together, too. That's neat. That's really cool. How long? How long was the process from beginning to end to to today? Because to it's not yeah. done yet. Right. So right. To today. Yeah, I, it was almost six years. Um, it's I, crazy. It took about nine months to get a first draft, and then there was at least a year of mm-hmm. revision and getting uh, people to read it and give feedback, and and wow. then it took me forever to get an agent. It was so hard. <laughs> um, over a year for that, and then wow. my agent, luckily. Sold the book right away to Penguin Random House, but then it was another two years before it was published. So it was slow. Crazy. What, what tips so do you have you. for finding an agent? Like how how did you navigate that? I actually kind of want to do one of those um, pop up courses on that because I feel very qualified to address mm-hmm. that now. Mm-hmm. Um, the process to boil it down is you write a one page letter called mm-hmm. a query letter. Mm-hmm. That describes your book in a paragraph or two and describes you. And you have to make yourself sound compelling as I'll get out in this letter. And then you send it to the agents. They don't see your manuscript. Oh, wow. So I do have a lot of advice about that if anybody's interested, get in touch. Mm -hmm. How many no's did you have before yeses? An embarrassingly huge number. I was a crappy query letter writer. (laughs) (laughs) I kept revising it and revising it and revising it. I bet everyone is. Yeah, they've got to be. I mean, until you you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dozens and dozens and dozens. Yeah. And then when I finally wrote a good one, I had a bunch of offers from different agents. But wow, it took a long time. That's amazing. So the book comes out February 13th, and you've got a, um, a social on February 13th at 630 at the newly renovated Morrison Library. It's a – you want to tell us about that? There will be wine. Yes. Yay. <laughs> and cheese. Wine and cheese. <laughs> and so it's a book will signing, be women. right? So you're yes. able to buy your book there and get it signed and meet you. Yes. Y'all, please come out. Um uh, Tracy Curtis will be interviewing me, and she mm-hmm. is funny as anything. And um, I think it'll be, you know, some really bad public speaking on my part. But <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So it's February 13th at 6.30. And just tell us where to find you, your Facebook, Instagram. And you've oh. got a great website. Yeah, so. I have a – well, I do. I'll put in a plug for the website. Yeah. I review books mm-hmm. and recommend books. Get on I, her newsletter because it's great. I interview authors. Mm-hmm. Um, so my website is kimmarymartin.com, and – I um, also really love Instagram. I po- post yeah, a lot great. of like, pictures. Really yeah. 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 And that's uh, Kimmery Martin also. 
Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for um, joining us, Kimberly, and good luck with the book. We loved it. So everybody, everybody go out and read it. Put it on your spring break reading list or summer reading list. Thank you. Um, and a special thanks to Charlotte Starroom, our podcast host. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Charlotte Starroom and on Twitter at CLT Starroom. And find us, Charlotte Smarty Pants, at charlottesmartypants.com, on Facebook and Instagram at charlottesmartypants, and on Twitter at charlottesmarty. Thanks. Thanks.